Architects and AEC professionals, it's time to connect, grow, and redefine your professional journey. Imagine a place where you're part of a vibrant community, accessing resources tailored to your needs, and earning continuing education credits effortlessly. That place is here at Gable Media. Join our legacy membership, your exclusive pass to a world of opportunities. With instant access to all our CE courses and groundbreaking content, you're set to excel. And here's the game changer. Lock in your legacy membership at an unbeatable introductory price of just $29 per year, forever. Plus, enjoy contests, events, and unique freebies. But hurry, I hear this special pricing won't last long. Spots in our legacy membership are limited and filling up fast. Follow the link in the show notes to be part of something groundbreaking with Gable Media. We need this as a society. We need better buildings that people are ennobled by being around and living in. We need good design to be part of our lives, just like we think about good design with smartphone or the the latest uh, flat screen TV or some other manufactured thing. And uh, the building industry isn't there, but it should be and it can be. My name is Mark R. LePage, and I'm joined by Patrick McLeaney, former CEO of the international architecture firm HOK. This is season two of Build Smart. In season one of Build Smart, Patrick shared the incredible story of HOK, its founding and journey to become a world-class architecture firm. That journey coincided with Patrick's remarkable 50-year career at the firm, rising from junior designer to CEO of the firm. After his time at HOK, Patrick, as he puts it, has been repurposed, not retired, repurposed. Now, as the chairman of Building Smart International, Patrick is continuing his mission to improve and reimagine the building industry. If you're not familiar with the organization, Building Smart is the worldwide industry body driving the digital transformation of the design, construction, operation, and maintenance of the world's built assets. Some smart big company, Google or somebody, is going to come and say, well, you know, what you're really doing is manipulating information. We've got a couple of algorithms we think can do the job, and we'll just open up a factory and we'll start designing and and building stuff and shipping it to job sites and putting it together. Yeah, okay, you can do that, but you're going to take the the real essence of what good design is away. Let's see if we can reform ourselves before somebody comes along and reforms it for us. In this season of Build Smart, you'll hear about the founding and development of Building Smart International. Building Smart came out of my HOK existence. I was in a big, I'm going to say very successful firm that grew from a small local firm to a big international firm with diverse practice but it was always nagging at me that we were a successful firm in a not very well-organized industry. Patrick shares more of the invaluable lessons from his career that helped inform Building Smart's purpose. By the time I became the managing principal in our San Francisco office, I was still frustrated by the design process and the interaction we had with our engineering subs and with contractors and subcontractors. I had been studying this on my own, been frustrated by it, going to some AIA meetings to see what I could learn, 
And at the AIA meetings, what I found is mostly a bunch of architects complaining about contractors or complaining about owners not paying us enough. And that didn't seem to be the right path. Various global leaders at Building Smart will share additional insights on technology, design, construction, operation, maintenance, and collaboration. We're pretty unhappy with the idea that everything was locked in what Autodesk called their DWG file uh, in AutoCAD parlance and weren't able to really use and, and reuse that data. So I basically started this idea of what about an open standard? What about an ability to share uh, wall stores and windows? So it was really built from my work as a practitioner using the tools on projects understanding the requirements from uh, customers because I'd lived that problem myself and what could we do about that differently going forward. BSI, especially the focused on building design. So I think that we must make to construction the Yes, yes. Basically you said, okay, these these people are all talking about exchanging information in design phase, but you're a builder, you want to exchange information in construction. Which process is more efficient? That I'm using any kind of, you know, techniques, and at the end, I'm building up the BIM model that is capable to carry the information, or I'm starting in a model upfront, I'm investing a lot of upfront energy, and then I'm getting the benefits later on. This is still not understood on the market. Including a pivotal and somewhat unnerving moment that forced the once motley crew of volunteers to grow up into a full-fledged global organization. It had the look of a secure place. There was a nice receptionist, but there were also guards around. And she led me into an elevator and we went down, not up. And what we were going down into, I learned later, was a part of an underground bunker complex that had been built by the British government during uh, World War II. So she brought me down into this labyrinth, windowless space, and uh, brought me into an empty conference room. So there I waited to see who would show up. Patrick will outline a new strategy for the building industry and so much more. You won't want to miss this season. I invite you to join Patrick McLamey and me on this journey of reimagining the building industry. To get these episodes automatically delivered to you, subscribe now and look for Build Smart Season 2 this fall at GableMedia.com. That's G-A-B-L Media.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders, Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, 
Stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that <laughs> then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like, us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success.